Welcome to this week's Oxcast, your weekly roundup of all the events happening in and around Oxford. Today is Wednesday, the 23rd of September, and I'm here with Michael. Howdy. And Orla. Hello. What have you guys got for us? I've got eyebrows, highbrows, and second-hand treasures. I'll be talking about tea, bees, and chemistry. Nice. And I'll be talking about Bill, Blue Stockings, and Raymond Blanc. So welcome to all the Brooks Freshers who are already in town and to all of the Oxford Uni ones who are coming in just a couple of weeks' time. We are running a huge Freshers competition at the moment. We've got 50 prizes or over 50 prizes, I think, including a bike and £50 meal vouchers and loads of different stuff from lots of generous businesses across Oxford. So get involved in that by going to dailyinfo.co.uk and there's a link on the homepage. But now onto our Oxford facts that we like to start the Oxcast with. I think we should start making a list of all the Oxford facts we use because I'm starting to think maybe we're going to start recycling them and I don't want to. But anyway, this is about Ronnie Barker, who some people may know grew up in Oxford. But he grew up in Cowley. He then attended Donington Junior School, followed by City of Oxford High School for Boys, which um, was a grammar school based um, where the history faculty is now on George Street, opposite the Odeon. So, yeah, not only did he grow up in Oxford, but apparently when he was at Oxford High School for Boys... He opened up his chemistry book to find that it had previously belonged to T.E. Lawrence. Wow. Lawrence from Arabia himself. Because uh, he also studied there. T.E. Lawrence grew up on Polstead Road. Um, ended up going to Jesus College as well, I think. The Welsh College, fittingly. Uh, but yeah, that's my Oxford fact. Wow. Lovely. So it's the four candles named in his honour. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. On to the events happening in and around Oxford this week. Earlier this week, I managed to grab a few minutes with Helen Taylor, the artistic director for Eleven One Theatre... They're putting on blue stockings at the old fire station and I had a quick chat with her about the plot. It's the story of the first female students at Cambridge University and their fight for an equal education because at the time in the 1890s when they started at Cambridge they were allowed to attend the same lectures and they did the same exams and all the same work as the men but they left at the end of the day with no qualifications, no degrees and a reputation of being unmarriageable blue stockings, academics that nobody wanted. But this play explores a riot that happened. That's the culmination of the play. Oh, okay. um, when they f- first put it to the vote of the Senate, there was rioting in the streets of Cambridge. It was that shocking that people were looking to have equality in education. They were associated with the, with the suffragettes. They were seen to be radicals. So it was, quite, it was a huge deal when, when they first tried. It's- crazy to think that. <laughs> it's shocking and anyone who's been through the university system you, you don't realise that you're standing on the shoulders of, of real pioneering women who put up with all sorts of abuse and were turned away from lectures and had a terrible reputation, had a real fight to be given equality, equal status, even though they proved themselves over and over again to be uh, on an equal footing academically. They just weren't considered. It was believed that using your brain, your your physical powers towards your brain would take it away from the the strength of the rest of your body so it would make you unfit to be a mother if you chose to pursue academia you were taking energy away from the things that women needed their energies for 
if that's caught your fancy, then make sure to go along to see Blue Stockings at the Old Fire Station. It's running from today until Saturday. There's a matinee on Saturday. Tickets are £15 and concessions are £12. So make sure to go and see it. On Thursday at the Sheldonian Theatre, there's a really exciting talk um, happening, which there are still tickets for, and I would recommend booking them quickly. Simon Sharma is going to be giving a talk on his new book, which is called The Face of Britain, A History of the Nation Through Its Portraits. Um, now, many people know Simon Sharma probably through his various BBC series on history of art, history of Britain, and France and things like that, or through his books. Uh, he's best-selling, award-winning author as well, and he's a professor at Columbia University in New York. He's a pretty accomplished dude. This is his uh, new book, and it's going to be accompanied with a TV series uh, that's going to be on BBC Two starting from Wednesday the 30th, 9 o'clock. And there's also an accompanying exhibition at the National Portrait Gallery in London running until the 4th of January. Uh, so if you're planning on watching the TV series or going to the exhibition, then you should totally go along to this talk as well. It's on Thursday at the Sheldonian. It starts at 7 o'clock. And Eventbrite thinks it's going to be three hours long, which I think is pretty long for a talk. I don't know if it will be that long. Who knows? It's £11.25, including the booking fee, which is pretty cheap, I think, especially if it, it does go on that long. And I'm sure there'll be a chance for you to buy the book and get it signed afterwards as well. You can get more information on our website or and you can buy tickets on Eventbrite. But that's Thursday at 7 o'clock. Now for something completely different. Uh, we've got an EP release on Friday, Alphabet Backwards. Alphabet Backwards are releasing their new EP, Book About Foxes. Um, so they're self-described everywhere as being producers of joyous pop music and who doesn't <laughs> like a bit of joyous pop music. I used to get them confused with the ones who did Fascination. Alphabet. Fasc- yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, silly me. Um, I should have recognised them as the Oxford-based indie pop micro-legends. A bit more classic Bell and Sebastian than Swedish perfection in jumpsuits. So you get tracks such as 80s pop video and Christopher, which is just an excuse to make fun of hipsters. Great. <laughs> Some tracks maybe should have a bit of a parental guidance, twee lyrics sticker, but, you know, got a high tolerance for that. Played The Cellar last weekend with a limited bunch of preview copies, and the official on- online release is this Friday 25th. Uh, this is totally unverified, but I imagine CDs will be in Drugstore too. So the nice thing about Alphabet Backwards... Uh, by the way, I can say the Alphabet Backwards. Go on. If, oh, yeah. right, right away. Yeah. Okay, if anyone's timing it. Um, Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-B-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-H-G-F-E-D-C-P-A That's a good party trick. Yeah. Well done. It rhymes. It, <laughs> that it rhymes, you see. So, yeah, nice thing about these guys is it's pop about how pop culture kind of soundtracks the ordinary but significant moments of life. So, 80s pop video song celebrates uh, like an awkward glance and teenage longing while singing along to MTV. But their video is is like a really DIY thing where the band's just sitting on a sofa and trying to push each other off the sofa, <laughs> that kind of thing. And this is where the eyebrows comes in from earlier. The EP ends with a track called Christaberg, a little breakup narrative in which this couple are parting for good and then Lady in Red suddenly comes on the radio and they share a bit of a moment just before they <laughs> part ways. It's really cheesy, but the video for this is made of footage of De Berg himself. And if you're half watching, it looks like he's miming along to the song <laughs> um, and playing piano for the band. Look out for the EP Book About Foxes out this Friday.
They are really good fun. I've seen them a couple of times at truck, I think. I don't know, they pop up all over the place. They're always always gigging around. But yeah, I would definitely recommend checking them out. I think the next person to go and see them should challenge them to say the alphabet backwards. (laughs) Surely they'll have learned it by now. I hope so. (laughs) If you want to learn to say the alphabet backwards, um, you can check out dailyinfo.co.uk slash tuition. I might be there. If you want to give the old grey matter a bit of an exercise, why not check out what lectures are happening in Oxford on our events page? And subscribe to the Oxcast on iTunes to make sure you get this to your device every Wednesday. Now, there are a couple of festivals happening over the weekend. We've picked one each uh, to talk about. And the one that I've chosen is Be Friendly Festival, which is happening at St Fry's West Church on Osney Island. At which point, the rest of the fans say, Bees! <laughs> Bees! On Saturday from two o'clock, there are going to be honey stands, information about plants, trees, bees and pollinators, afternoon tea, fun and games, the BRT competition for children under 12 only, unfortunately. There's also going to be a bee-themed raffle and it's all inspired by the Friends of the Earth Bee Cause campaign. People are working with West Oxford School and the Community Association and the allotments and the whole aim is to try and make West Oxford the perfect home for bees through eating honey and planting the right plants and all these sorts of things. So go along for a bee day on <laughs> Saturday from two o'clock at St. Friday's Church on Ocean Island. It's free. If you want some toast to put that honey that you're going to get on, then why not go to Tame Food Festival happening at Tame Showground on Saturday from 10am until 4pm. It's totally free. And it's an opportunity to see famous chefs from TV demonstrating their cooking skills live. I wonder if there's going to be any honey. I think there might be a few honey (laughs) stands, actually. Cool. I'm sure there'll be some honey cakes. Mm -hmm. There's also an opportunity to listen to them being interviewed and to get your cookery book signed. So some famous people from TV include Natalie Coleman, the winner from the 2013 edition of MasterChef. Quite a few Bake Off finalists and winner, Frances Quinn, she won in 2013. And the man himself, Raymond Blanc, will be demonstrating his skills. You can enter a Bake Off for £5. There are several categories still available, including pies, showstoppers and business bake. So, How do you become a judge of these competitions? Mm-hmm. I think... It's a mixture of professional chefs and sort of people from local businesses. Okay. If they ever want, like, a layman's interpretation of <laughs> pies, well, I'd be happy to go along and help them out. I'll let them know okay. on Saturday. If you win this competition, you will get loads of baking supplies, including a mixer and accessories worth over £1,000, which is incredible. So get entering that. There are loads of stores, including beer and cider, various baked goods, charity stores, delis, gluten-free baking and other products. And loads of hot food stores where you can eat as many free samples as you can shove (laughs) in your mouth, which is what I will be doing. There's also a pop-up restaurant called Bella Zoo in Christchurch on the Upper High Street. And all the profits taken from people eating there will go to the charity which supports two schools in Morocco and a school in Oxford for children with special educational needs. Very worthy cause. Just practical advice. There's a park and ride service. If you park at the showground, it will take you to the centre of TAME. So it's £5 to park and then you can get the bus for free. And also, 
this is sort of a note from my friends from last year, make sure to bring cash with you because the banks in Tame will run out of money (laughs) and you won't be able to buy anything and that would be very sad. That would be very sad. So that's Tame Food Festival this Saturday starting at 10am and it's totally free. And Michael, what festival have you got for us this weekend then? So I've got the Blenheim Palace Festival of Literature, Film and Music at, guess, Blenheim Blenheim Palace. Palace. Yeah, (laughs) got it. Um, it's running from Thursday to Sunday at various times. It's it's more of a, you know, pick the talks you want to go and see rather than get a ticket for the whole deal. So in, yeah, in the glorious grounds of Blenheim Palace, and there's a really wide range of events, talks, the kind of things you'd read in the Times with the Guardian but live in the room, <laughs> um, you know. Such subjects as history, cookery, Formula One, and whether there's such a thing as Englishness. Um, What's the talk on Formula One? It's from... Max Mosley, who used to yeah. run everything? Yes, okay. Max Mosley, who used to run everything, is there. So there's, yeah, there's really a lot going on. I've just picked my favourite thing from each day that I'll probably go to. So on Thursday, uh, Mackie Mandela is being interviewed, eldest daughter of, guess... Nelson. Exactly. Talking about her father's life, legacy, and the visual art he made in his later life, which cool. I didn't really... I didn't really know he made. It'd be interesting. Friday, there's a talk from both Dermot Turing and Gordon Carrera. Uh, from Alan? Tu- from, yeah, okay, I was going to do the guest thing, but you're a step ahead. <laughs> um, it's called From Turing to Today, The Changing Face of the Spy in the Digital Age. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, and Dermot is a nephew of. Um, and Gordon Carrera is BBC security correspondent. So that sounds... That sounds really interesting. Mm. My expertise stretches about as far as Tinker Taylor. Um, but it's, it sounds cool. Saturday is a bit more of a starry day, um, where names you may have heard of will be there. Alexander Armstrong is chatting and showing bits of his new series where he's travelling. TV chef Gino DeCampo, Carl Jenkins and Alfred Brendel from the musical side of things. I'll probably go hear Alexander, to be honest. I wonder where he's travelled. And on... Sunday, a slightly different thing called Too Earnest. It's the importance of being earnest, but presented by the Performance Research Group. So it's a it's a slightly adapted version. They describe it like this. One table, two actors and three hats in a gender-flexing assault on Victorian family values. Mm. Oh. Intriguing. Yeah. I kind of I really I really like the importance of being earnest. Three hats but um, no handbag. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Well, well, maybe one of the hats will be expand. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, I'm I'm not really sure where the handbag comes in, but yeah, I'd be in, intrigued to see this. It, like uh, all the other talks and events, is twelve pounds. So twelve pounds per talk. Pick the ones you like. Go and hang out in Blenheim Palace grounds. It's running from this Thursday to Sunday. I wonder why Gino isn't at Tame Food Festival. Oh, he's busy. Yeah, well, he should commit to both. (laughs) Run between. Now, we've actually talked about a couple of uh, workshops involving Japanese traditions recently. We had one about a type of flower arranging and, I think, a ceramic repairing workshop at one point a few months ago. Anyway, this is another. This is uh, There are some Japanese tea tasting workshops that are happening this weekend in Oxford and in the surrounding area. Now, this is a really important social ritual that in Japan it's not so much about drinking the tea as preparing it for your guests and things but you'll have a chance to sort of learn more about that and get involved as well um so it's going to be happening at a few places so on so on saturday you can go along to batsford arboretum in morton the marsh which is 
just over the border into Gloucestershire, I think. Mm. Uh, but it's pretty close by. And they're going to be having ceremonies at 11 o'clock in the morning, 2.30 and 4.30. And the Arboretum, which I didn't know about before, looks absolutely stunning as well. So it might be a really nice day out on Saturday for that. Then on Sunday at St Peter's College, there'll be masterclasses at 10, 12 and 5.30. And all of these are going to be tea farmers from Kyoto along the, with them as well. Um, so you can ask them some questions and hear it uh, straight from the experts. And then on Monday at Abbey House Gardens in Malmesbury, there'll be another one at 11 in the morning as well. And then afterwards, you could go to, like, get some Japanese food or something. I was like trying to figure out how many Japanese restaurants there are in Oxford. There are loads. So there's Sushi Corner, Taberu, and Taberu on Cali Road, um, Edamame on Hollywell Street, Moshi on Little Cannon Street, Itsu on Gold Market, obviously, um, Yosushi on George Street, uh, Wagamama on... Market Street, I think that one's called, and then Red Star also do bento boxes on Cali Road as well. So go to any of those afterwards. Wow, or a crawl. Indeed, oh, that'd be amazing. Sushi ah, crawl. Another fun thing to try out this Sunday. Um, have you heard of the Jumble Trail? No. Jumble Trail. Neither had I actually. It's a nice community initiative. Little area or a few streets get turned into a communal jumble sale for a day. Have a look at their really lovely website, jumbletrail.com, for an explanation of how one works and how you can become a champion and set one up. So stallholders can collect for charity or just for themselves if they want to. Uh, music, bunting and food stalls are all welcome. So this one's in summertime. All the stalls are just off Banbury Road, just inside the Ring Road. So is it people sort of setting up a yard sale in their front garden and then they put it on a map and then you can decide to go to any of them but they all sort of organise it so it's the same day? It's Yeah, it's like a huge car boot sale without car boots um, cool. and around people's houses. So it'll probably be a bit more more like fun refreshments kind of thing. Mm-hmm. At time of broadcast, we had 16 stalls listed um, on the website and the stall holders get to put up previews online of what's available. So from the helpfully general, like women's clothing or books for young adults, to the enticingly specific, a Hornby train set at 5 Oakthorpe Road. Mm, This is a bit of a cool feature that, um, yeah, might lead to hardcore Hornby collectors (laughs) brawling in the driveway. Coming from all over. (laughs) Or a different approach. Come to the stall, it has everything, promises (laughs) Phyllis Conifery with two exclamation marks. Maybe promising more than you can deliver there, Phyllis. But just in case you're not, I won't give your address away. So this sounds like a nice Sunday morning or afternoon activity if you're in town or just north of the city, running from 11am to 4pm. On to a family-friendly film that's recently come out. Bill, from the creators of Horrible Histories, is essentially an explanation of the lost years of William Shakespeare. Bill sees failed musician William Shakespeare leaving his hometown of Stratford-upon-Avon to try and make it as a playwright in London. However, he becomes embroiled in a scheme to assassinate Queen Elizabeth I by the dastardly King of Spain, Philip II. It's a family comedy written by stars of Horrible Histories, Ben Wilbond and Lawrence Rickard. And it promises to have a joke for everyone, so you've probably got some fart jokes and also some Monty Python-esque escapades. There are loads of cinemas across Oxford showing at various times, so make sure to go and see Bill. I watched the trailer, it does look super fun. I hadn't even heard anything about it until I saw it pop up in the listings this week, and so I'm pretty excited about it. I think they were supposed to release it in March, because I saw trailers for it then, but obviously they had to push it back. 
Um, I've been excited about it for about a year and a half. <laughs> but that's because I love horrible histories. <laughs> well, for full cinema listings and loads of reviews of films and plays and gigs and lo- loads of stuff that's going on in Oxford, go to dailyinfo.co.uk. If you're a budding actor or makeup artist, why not check out our theatrical needs page to see if you can help a local production? And uh, to so go on the hunt for some horrible histories or indeed some Shakespeare, uh, try the books, films, and CDs section of our website. And to keep up to date with everything that's happening in Oxford all the time, make sure you follow us on all of our social media channels. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Daily Info Oxford. Mm. Mm. Daily, daily, daily info. Mm. Daily, daily, daily info. Mm. Daily, daily.